Welcome to TMI Podcast, the place where we listen to you and you listen to us. <laughs> the place where we listen to you and then you have to listen to us. We force you to listen to us. Uh, today we're doing something uh, a little different. We are getting slightly high for this episode, so do with that what you will, uh, but hopefully it'll make it more exciting. What's your secret? My secret is that I'm in love with my child and my child is a cat and he's the cutest thing in the entire world and I just got him like three hours ago and he's so small and his name is Kiri. Yeah, no one's seen our new parents. They've already told me. They, they've pretty much detailed the minute they got the cat until <laughs> present moment <laughs> in detail. And I regret nothing. Charming new parents. <laughs> What's your secret? My secret is that I used to pretend to be asleep when I was a kid so I didn't have to talk to my family. So I would like take fake naps just like on the couch or in the car um, so people wouldn't talk to me and what I was actually doing was telling myself stories or like imagining a different life. What kind um, of stories? Give an example. Ongoing different versions of how I might be Princess Anastasia. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, a good one was fi- the, the band Five Seconds of Summer showing up at my house. Why? In rural Manitoba, they needed a place to stay. Um, Adorable. Getting on Disney Channel. My crush finally emailing back that he likes me. Do you think they knew that you were faking it? No, I don't think no. they were paying attention. <laughs> one less busy. to worry about. One less to worry about, pretty much. Great. Cool. So we figured we've been trying to act like smart and intellectual in the last episodes. <laughs> and it's time to give the people what they want. Yeah. What we said we were going to give this them. What we said the whole premise of the podcast was, which is secrets. And I want to start with a submission about a hookup somebody went on like a dating app date and we got a timeline and like a description of their place pretty incredible and i'd love to hear people's thoughts on it like what what is hookup etiquette what is hookup culture i think people have been hooking up always but people just like to call it hookup culture since we got dating apps they're like yeah yeah kids these days how dare they how well but also like 70 years ago probably people weren't just like hooking up as men much. were and that's if the true. men were who were they doing who, it with the ladies it's true and also probably it was just more like hush hush yeah and talk about it yeah yeah <laughs> apparently people are having less sex than they used to hmm. first dates mm-hmm. from a dating app mm-hmm. it's so weird to get to know a person without any context yeah and i think the thing i like the most about like kissing somebody is that like it means something if it's somebody you know in your circle like the fact that i kissed you means something Mm. and there's something about it being like we have no connections there's nothing holding our lives together kissing you means nothing other than just like a physical thing and it feels so meaningless whereas like oh this is a secret (gasps) i matched with a friend of an ex (gasps) yeah who i did have a bit of a crush on and i messaged him (laughs) three times and then the match expired (laughs) i was like no and i was like if i kissed him that would mean something and like tension leading up to that and like i know who he is totally that would be more fun but if you don't know someone if you don't know somebody kissing on the first date just feels like okay here's my hot take slash secret i think kissing is disgusting what is grosser picking your partner's nose (laughs) or kissing your partner but here's the thing okay i'm very sensitive to smells 
So when you taste somebody, I feel like it's very similar to smell. So when mm. I'm tasting someone's saliva and we're smelling their breath, I find it incredibly disgusting. So for me, it's hard to get over. Whereas a booger, I'm like, that's not gross. Also, I would never pick someone's booger on the first date. Yeah, okay, fair. I also don't get much out of it, so maybe that's why. I was just thinking, I like, there was somebody I went on two dates with and he kissed me on the first date and I was like, eh. But then he was like a spotty enough texter that by the second date, I was like, oh, I've been thinking about you all the time. <laughs> And then the second date, like, right away, like, we had more context as people and, like, more to it. And then the second date, I was like, oh, I like kissing this person. On the first date, I was like, uh, I don't know. Um, dating apps. Wow, you're good at keeping on track. Right now, my brain is... My brain is like if you took uh, the globe and turned it into a map. <laughs> We had a submission that described going to somebody's house. It was intentionally supposed to be a hookup. It was a first date. First date, yeah. Well, yeah, first time meeting. First encounter. Story said, shows up to their apartment <laughs> half hour late. <laughs> he was a half hour late. In his own apartment. <laughs> his own apartment. <laughs> she goes to a bar around the corner to grab a drink. Yeah. Eventually, he shows up there. They go back to his place. <laughs> Living room furniture is a full-sized hammock truly absurd wild uh was served white Ooh. wine from a two liter bottle which is fine but like yeah it's a different stage of life it for sure that apparently was warm even though it came out of the freezer so i yep. bet he was out buying wine yeah do you think and then came back put it in the freezer went to the bar filled it up what was it in beer glasses full of warm wine <laughs> so i'm so picturing ridiculous. people that have just met in a hammock with Full of warm white wine. Oh, I though am somebody who's like bad at leaving dates. Oh yeah, as I've recently experienced again. Apparently, aging didn't help that. I would probably stay. I at would this too. Date. I think that leaving someone's house once you've just got there is incredibly. Awkward. That's so hard. This is a tough thing about consent that a lot of people find yeah. is like if you're kind of okay with it and it seems more awkward Easy or dangerous. Enough to say no anyways that's not what this submission is about so no, we no, can no. keep it lighthearted lighthearted um, highlighted <laughs> the spoonerism what the fuck is a spoonerism <laughs> you don't know what a spoonerism is no it's like when you take the first letter of each word and switch them so for you it would be lanalise apki that's pig latin no pig latin is when you take the first letter you put it on the end then you add a y that'd be like nalise uh, yours doesn't work so good. A verbal error in which the speaker accidentally transposes the initial sound or letter of two or more words off. Okay, yeah, sure. Like Rindicella instead of Cinderella. Rindicella. This said two or more words. Well, it can be two syllables. Chocolate. Ah, got it. That's going on Daddy's big word list. <laughs> Spoonerisms. <laughs> this is gonna be an editing nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. That's oh my okay. God. That's okay, I need stuff to do. Stimulation. I'm single, so. I really need to stop talking. Like, I'm desperate to date somebody. I'm not, I'm really chill about it. Okay, but like, I listen, one of my favorite podcasts of all time, it's called JBU. I think we've talked about it a billion times already, probably on this podcast. Alison Raskin, she's amazing. She recently just got married. But she, like, her whole career has basically been around her OCD and her dating. And, like, a big part for her was that she, like, she was such a people pleaser. She always, like, would just, like, date shitty people. But it was because she really, really wanted to have, like, a partner and, like, get married and stuff. And now she talks about it and she's like, I think it's really shitty that we, like, shame people for wanting that because it's like that's just as valid as it is as it is to be like I want a really good job and like I want to like pursue a career yeah. just throwing that out there because I think it is important yeah let me know if you want to get married because I don't have career goals but I want to have five babies I already told you I'd marry you 
That would make Noah jealous. Yeah. Yeah, who would take our son? I think Noah would have to take him because Wolfie, I'm That's a single true. parent of Wolfie. That's true. That might yeah, prevent hard. our whole future. As as a married couple, not as friends. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe it's a good sign because it means that we love our pets so much. We do. We love our children so much that we'll pretend this is platonic. Okay, <laughs> story, story. Oh my God. What else? What else is in the place? Hammock, white wine, and beer yeah. glasses. Yeah. Twin beds pushed together in the bedroom wild no duvet just a top sheet and then the star is no toilet paper in the whole apartment (laughs) not just not in the bathroom nowhere in the apartment and i'd like to be was was he out does he not buy it when like Like, why not say why not say something especially if somebody's there for a hookup you're gonna need to use the bathroom at some point obviously why not say something about it also if he was out why didn't he pick up toilet paper he was picking up wine (laughs) oh how do you not acknowledge that i want to know if if the person acknowledged it like if they were like oh did they ask about yeah did they ask do you have any any? that would be that would say a lot about that person if they didn't ask (laughs) i don't know if I would ask. I would ask. Maybe. I, I would just, ask. I would assume I would, they would have some. I would think they were just out of a role. Yeah. Um, maybe, but maybe that's why they know that there's no more else in the apartment because they asked. And the person was like, oh yeah, because no, they said don't nowhere have in the apartment. I want to be clear that we're not like judging the person whose place this is. No. I guess it's just a, it's a choice to be like, come to my house. Yeah. It's like, a choice <laughs> to be like, come to my house. It's a different stage of life. Yeah. At 18, I'd maybe be like, okay. Yeah. Not in my my late 20s yeah honestly then again though if anybody saw the story we posted today clearly my standards are rock fucking bottom <laughs> my we'll new my new baseline is <sighs> a man with a job a home and a bed frame if we can hit all three yeah his own place can have roommates can have roommates but can't like live at home or something yeah yeah, yeah. they have to have their own bedrooms yeah oh that's upsetting i think you can do it I've been trying. All of the people that I've gone on more than one date with in 2023 don't pass that criteria. No job. Oh, yeah. And no apartment for a bit. Oh, my God. Literally not an apartment. Literally not an apartment. Stayed with me for a bit. Could have stayed with other people, but like, like none of these were like as bad as it sounds. But if you think about it, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Then the person I went on right after that. Mm -hmm. Parents. Mm -hmm. Then no job. Yeah. No No bed bed frame. frame. Bed frame, job, own apartment. That's it. That's all you gotta have. That's what I have. You have much more than that. You have yeah. a dog. Yeah. You have friends. Yeah. You have love in your life. Yeah. Yeah. What What would your standards be for a one night stand? What is What is oh something you would see in an apartment that's not like a red flag? Like if you walk in and you see a Confederate flag, you're walking out. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you walk? Imagine you had the like self respect to walk out. What would it be? Yeah. What would be the thing? Yeah. I don't know. If I had self-respect, I would have walked out of the apartment. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. This in description. This, yeah, me too. But I don't know. That's the thing. I'm like, it's one of those things where it's like, especially when you don't know someone, you're like, should I just see? Like, maybe yeah, it's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. Like, you don't know. You don't, it could be great. <laughs> I think if I walked in and someone had no furniture, that would freak me out. Yeah. Just like a lack of furniture. Or like when people don't have any food, like literally none. Oh, like yeah. genuinely like bare fridge, bare everything. It's the things where you're like, you have no idea how to take care of yourself, yeah. which also then probably translates to the bedroom. <laughs> I would say more it translates to, like, how they're going to take care of you or, like, treat you in a relationship. Yeah, in a relationship for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, oh what? Who, one night stands. Who said the other day? I know. I'm happy you're in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying for that. I'm just trying to rub it in, okay? 
I was thinking about today though. I was like, I, I I'm quite happy. We went to like silks last night. We did like aerial silks. So Everyone fun. was over for dinner. We've got a bunch of different projects going. Work yeah. is busy. I'm like, I feel very fulfilled. Yeah. And every now and then I'm like, oh, I feel like too busy to go on a date or like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. that's, that's me fun. trying to act like I'm super chill. Yeah. So dating. Then we have another submission about dating. Somebody. It had to do with our self-respect. Uh, self-esteem polls. Thank you, everybody, for answering those. Somebody said that they have uh, low self-esteem but very high self-respect. Feels like nobody can hate them, but they can hate themselves. Mm-hmm. Fluctuate between thinking... Wait, what does that have to do with dating? I'm getting there. I am God's gift to Earth or dishwater with very little in between. <laughs> TBH, it's probably the biggest reason why I've never oh, dated. yeah! I think it would be so hard to be 25 or over and start dating yeah because i think dating at 18 you're all in the same boat you're all in the same boat and i think it's just like like i have more standards i'm finding dating harder now yeah because i'm like uh, like i don't want to put up with that i have time for that yeah yeah yeah. i'm like i why why would i self-respect oh that's self-respect yeah look at that people should we tell them about bingo we made bingo cards instead of new year's resolutions new year's resolutions we've made bingo cards because 2023 was a wild year and uh you like literally the wildest not for me i just witnessed everyone else you also had a lot of stuff going. i know i have such a weird thing about that in my brain i'm like my year was so chill but then i when i really look at it i'm like oh no no it had some stuff um so we made bingo cards so we did stuff that might happen to us so tomfoolery experienced uh tomfoolery enacted which is just stirring the pot that was easy for me to fill out i was like <laughs> yeah. i know what i'm gonna do and then what we pray to lord sienna for <laughs> which is an an alter ego a being an absolute you channel ego. yeah 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 at times yeah, he comes through me i think yeah i think he speaks <laughs> he through speaks my body through <laughs> so to get bingo you have to get like a mix of weird shit that's happened to you weird shit you've done and then actual goals you've achieved yeah, which is what yeah. we pray to lord sienna for what were some of your good ones Ooh, one is tmi episode gets more than 100 listens yeah so send us to your friends that's right he's <laughs> promoting does karaoke for the first time <gasps> yeah reenacted. i've never done it and i'm so terrified of it and i would probably throw up but i think i need to i think it's a life thing i have to do and i think once i'm done my 20s i can't do it anymore so why don't be too old right <laughs> i mean it's probably if not you're true, over but... 30 go fuck off <laughs> thank you thank you for that <laughs> thank you for calling out my ageism <laughs> go out in an androgynous outfit that scares you yeah no words for that one <laughs> <laughs> annalise falls in love yep. again yeah which i am quite of the mind as of now that either I will never experience love again, mm-hmm. um, or love just doesn't exist. Um, remember when the last time you said that? Yeah, but oh. I have more proof mm-hmm. now. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. Is that I went for coffee with an ex, <laughs> and I thought it was gonna be dramatic and evoke a lot of feelings in me. Enough that I gave like monologues to a mirror prior. I practiced all the things I might possibly want to say. Classic. It wasn't, it was, it was a lovely interaction. Mm-hmm. And for me, a lovely interaction is boring as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, oh, I'm not in love with this person anymore so easily. Yeah. But I mean, I like my perspective on it is that it probably has to do with the fact that you were like, 
oh, like, you could have been better. Realizing yeah, there that was, in retrospect. Yeah, there was a thing after the breakup that was supposed to happen that, like, didn't... Yeah. Actually, he said I could talk about him as much as I want on the podcast. Nice. We were going to write letters back and forth because I thought that would be chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, or exciting or both. <laughs> and, like, partially, in my mind, I was like, maybe we'll get back together. It was part of the reason for that, if I'm being completely honest and vulnerable on this podcast. Um, yes. And he didn't write. And then he gave me this letter when we went for coffee. And the reason for not writing was that he had nothing new to say. And that was really disappointing. Because I was like, I had stuff to say. And I had stuff to ask you. And I had asked you questions. And like, that's, to me, that's not a type of friendship that I want. Yeah. Well, we were even talking about this the other night. Like, when people don't know how to, like, engage with you by asking questions and, like, having a good conversation. Like, it's just not fair because you end up putting so much effort into it. Yeah. And not getting anything out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes a lot of effort to share about yourself. Yeah. For some people it doesn't. But for lots of people it does. And I think especially especially people who are socialized as women. Because yeah. we're taught that, right? Yeah. Like, and you want to know that the person that you're sharing things with cares. Totally. And they, you can't just be like, well, blanket statement, I care. Now just yeah, talk yeah, yeah. and now you feel like me, talking. Yeah. Like, yeah, relationships are complicated to build and... I think it's fair to be like, the way that somebody else is a friend is not what you want in your life. Oh yeah, so I don't feel like I uh, will love again. Not not that I'm like, oh, that was pointless. I still think that was a very meaningful relationship. And like yeah. when I think back on it, it still holds that same like depth and meaning. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm like, why would I go on first dates and put in all this effort? Because I think I've, my whole life, had this fairy tale in my head of like I'm gonna make eye contact with somebody and that'll be it for the rest of our lives it'll be beautiful and easy and I'm like oh I want to believe that the love that I feel will never go away but if that love that I felt went away Mm -hmm. I'm like you feel like it doesn't exist or not that it doesn't exist I'm just like what's the point then but you'll find more of it like like I don't know something for me I think I believe love is real yeah I do I had to think really hard about that. And, like, I think saying I'm going to love you forever is just, like, not as strong as, like, I love you right now. Because, like, when you yeah. say I love you, I'm going to love you forever, it's like, you can't possibly know. I might just be PMSing. Fair. I was, like, excited to date again because I was, like, I want to find that magic again. Or, like, there's something new or exciting out yeah. there. And I'm like, oh, is it all just kind of men not asking you questions until they forget you exist? Yeah, a lot of it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I felt the same way. When I was, like, on uh. dating apps that summer three years ago i was literally like i think i hate dating and every man sucks yeah but i'm wondering if that's just like dating apps i think it's just dating apps i think it's because it's so hard to judge yeah and so you keep being like oh i feel like my radar's off whereas you meet somebody in person or you know even if you just like see somebody in person see the way they move hear them talk (sighs) yeah i wonder if in the future dating apps will just be video (laughs) i'm just i'm just picturing like Omegle, do you remember that? <laughs> just like video. T- so you like oh immediately have to talk to somebody. Did you go on it? No. Oh my god, it was dangerous, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so that's it was the like message I got. Sex, apparently. Yeah, and, like, you just see penises. see penises. Twice lately on Bumble, I've gotten a notification that somebody sent me a photo on Bumble, and I was like, ah, here we go again. Dick pics, like when I was nineteen on Tinder, and I open it up, and it's like <laughs> a dog, him on a kayak. Yeah. <laughs> him hiking and i'm like great okay i'm surprised you can actually send pics yeah it's a whole new world it is i don't feel hopeless about it i think i just am okay taking a break yeah yeah but i probably won't because 
I have a date on Monday. <laughs> I'll take a break after that. And then you'll say I love you and then... <laughs> but if anybody from my personal life asks me out, that's different. Are there people? There's a friend of a friend that isn't going to ask me out. I forget who this is. I sent a video to the group chat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I am very high. <laughs> I actually... <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think that I'm too subtle of a flirt, which I'm not, not. at all. So I keep being like, maybe they didn't get the message. Which sometimes I think my self-esteem is higher than it actually is. Cause I'm like, but I hope that's true. If I like follow them on Instagram, know them in person, and I'm talking to them, I see. I'll obsess over it. Or not obsess over it, but I'll think about it. I'll be like, maybe I'm not being clear enough that I want them to ask me out. And then I'll get like fairly explicit. But in this system where I told a friend right. who I thought was cute, <laughs> this is the perfect amount of explicit because I didn't oh. have to do anything. And I know that well, yeah. he knows exactly. That's what I was going to say. There's no misconstruing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so then I, I didn't hear anything. And that's okay. There's no part of me being like, what if he just didn't pick up on <laughs> something? I was just like all my flirting with hot bartender. Yeah, yeah. That's what I realized. Yeah. I figured like, it out. Like it wasn't. Yeah. It was like, you know, I'm going to be. And then I was like, I've been too explicit now. This is embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, I, I also get that fear. Like, I'm the kind of person who's just like, I just want to ask the person out yeah. straight up so I know the answer. Well, and with I rejection, I think I'm very annoying that, like, I think people that have turned me down would have liked if I just didn't send a fourth text. If I just took not replying yeah. to three texts as, as, as a message. But why would they care? They're not going to remember that. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, if they're just, like, replying slowly or, like, not asking me out again. And yeah. I'm like, I know quite quickly where yeah. they're at i yeah. have the gut feeling of where they're at but i just want them to say and it. and i think that's fair and that's fair oh i was gonna say dating should be more like middle school why i hate middle school no well let me finish the analogy i mean middle school sucked yeah it's the worst but, years of my life yeah i mean like annalise nobody had crushes on annalise in middle school and like i understand that that me is me either that is completely i asked a boy out in grade eight and he said yes and to this day i'm like you didn't like me buddy why did you say yes where did you go okay so when i was in grade seven eight i went to this weird alternative school and I was in love with this boy. And I had been in love with him for like grade seven all the way into grade eight. But he liked my friend. And so he asked my friend out and she said no. And then at the beginning of grade eight, I was in grade seven. In the beginning of grade eight, she asked him out and he said no. And then enough time went by, she got over it. I was still in love with him. But I think she was maybe not 100% over it. And then I ended up asking him out and he said yes. And then we dated for like whatever, three months in grade eight. And it was like, that's a long time in grade eight. But we didn't, we like barely spoke. We, like, messaged on Facebook Messenger. Yeah. We would, like, talk at recess, and we, like, never kissed. We, like, barely even held hands. Sometimes middle school relationships are just, like, you stand next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, like, I had to know what it meant to then go to the next version of it. Yeah. Like, I had to be, like, what does zero mean to get to even anything more? But anyway, our first date, we decided to go on a double date to go see the social network. So we went, we go, we're in the theater, 
and then we're leaving the theater and my friend who had liked the boy her and two of our friends had crashed our date at the movie theater and i was so mad like i couldn't handle it i was like that is i already felt like a loser so then it felt like they were making fun of our date and i couldn't handle it i was like that is the worst thing you could have possibly done i flipped my shit i think i yelled at them david was so upset he like felt so bad for me and this was bad he went on facebook and he wrote so-and-so my friend is a date ruiner and she should go to hell (gasps) yeah cyberbullying and then like no joke there were like 50 to 60 messages underneath that post because you know on facebook you used to like actually respond to that right and have conversations and so there were like 50 to 60 comments underneath like just people like going back and forth and it became this whole thing one of the other girls who crashed the date like found out about all of this and then told our guidance counselor and then we had to have a meeting like the six of us or eight of us or whatever it like had to have a meeting with the guidance counselor about it and then the two other friends apologized to me and they were like sorry yeah we were shitty but my friend my best friend she didn't and i was so pissed for like months i didn't let her like let it down until finally she apologized to me grade eight is like before i think like middle school teachers aren't great at handling i don't think any teachers are great at handling social conflict but like middle schoolers are volatile it's her and it gets complicated so quickly i was gonna say a dating maybe shouldn't be like that the thing that dating should be like in middle school Mm -hmm. well and this is gossip (gasps) we made a point we made a point isn't it so much easier to be like so and so is recently single and like she's mentioned you before like we like connect people that's true yeah people used to be better connected that way and you're like oh i know my friend recommends this person and like that's true. we're there's community responsibility if they're an asshole to you on the date like there's yeah. people that know them like things will happen but uh um we need other stuff to talk about okay sorry sorry i'm i'm no, not engaged no, you're this is... you're doing perfectly what is someone's yeah i can't even oh yeah this thing Do your oh oh reading stuff from when i was a kid all right, folks, new segment of the TMI podcast, which is called Annalise Reads Shit She Wrote on a Computer when she was like eight to 12 years old. Oh, this, this is, is my favorite one. <laughs> this is uh, my presentation for my grade four class. I brought my chicken to school and made this speech. I'm so excited. Wait, can you do it as if you were actually in grade four? Presenting a chicken. I've made my parents get up early to help me catch <laughs> oh the chicken. God traumatize this poor thing by putting it in a dog kennel and bringing it to school and then annalise in grade four goes <coughs> there are many types of chickens the first is an isa brown i have brought an isa brown to show you it is not a picture but a real live chicken as you probably know i have brought a real live chicken by the sound of the clucking <laughs> this chicken's name is killer don't worry she's not gonna kill you but the reason why i named her killer is because she loves to peck at almost everything except humans killer is an okay layer uh but there are more kinds of chickens can anybody guess what the other kinds are no because none of you give a shit about chickens that's not in there but i probably said that bard rock Giant Cornish. I think that's what I was trying that's to spell. That's probably right, yeah. White Rock. And a cross between any <laughs> kinds. <laughs> any of them. Chickens will eat almost anything like their own eggs or even meat. And the problem is you have to keep meat away from them or they, they start to peck each other, but they won't try to eat anything bigger than them like a wolf. I don't know why I thought I needed to specify that they won't try to eat something bigger <laughs> like a wolf. 
as if the chickens were with the wolves all the time. Don't worry, you can leave your wolf in a chicken pen and the chickens won't be the danger. From Sienna's childhood. Okay, so we have uh, an example in my childhood guilt. Uh, we don't know where it came from. Stems from deep, deep down. <laughs> okay, this letter says, Dear Mommy and Daddy, I love you so much, and I can't tell you how much, and thank you for all the things you've done for me, and I'm sorry for all the bad things I've done. Please write back. Sienna, love your first daughter. <laughs> Just the fact that I felt the need to say I'm sorry for all the bad things exactly. I've done. <laughs> and then the best part is that there are two letters from my pa parents that they wrote back, which I will not read because they're very long and sappy, but they were very it's sweet. Very sweet. And they basically told me that I didn't need to apologize and that if I knock things over or make mistakes, it doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Do you feel that now? No. Oh, I feel like I'm a bad person for everything I do. I know that I am, but only in... I don't know. I find that question just so hard to answer. I'm like, do I know? And nobody's like purely good. Well, also, is there even such a thing as good and bad? I don't even know. Okay. Well, see you later. Mm. Just honestly, just give us submissions. Tell us. Literally anything. Just fill out our form. If you don't know how to find it, message us on Instagram and we'll tell you. Yeah. But Face also, it's in our us. bio. Call us. Call Show us. up at our home. Text us. Put a Email letter us. in the mail. Put a sign in the sky with <laughs> your plane. And then drop confetti so that it spells out your secret. Hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, this should stop. Okay, bye. Bye. Are you guys baked? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.